Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back. Back to the Everyday Saturday podcast, diving right in. Oh, hey, before we get uh, in too far to the show, if you could, have you left a rating for the Everyday Saturday podcast? Would be awesome if you did. I'd be supremely grateful for it. It helps amazing individuals like yourself find the show. So you can either pause right now or just remember after today's episode, go ahead, head on iTunes, leave a five-star rating. I'd really appreciate it. Hey, I saw an extremely motivational post over the weekend. And it just goes to show everything we talk about on this podcast that everybody's got a story to share. Everybody has a lesson to teach. And it wasn't a post from Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey or some other billion-dollar influencer. It was from a regular guy that I went to high school with. And I'm not even friends with him on Facebook. I think he was just tagged in a post. uh, Or he tagged somebody. Maybe he tagged his wife or something. It, It had to do with how awesome his life has become. And he just talked about been married, I don't know, 25 years uh, to this girl, and they've carved out an amazing life together, not without challenges. She made sure to mention that as well. And uh, the ups and downs and everything that they've gone through, and they're celebrating however year, many years of marriage, maybe it was 20, 25 years of marriage or something. And I remember this dude, man. Like You talk about growing up in the projects, grew up in the projects in our hometown. And I know he didn't have two nickels to rub together. I don't even know if he had parents, to be honest. He might have grown up in foster care. I'm not even sure about that. And to see that he's now running an organization, still married, you know, after all of these years, an amazing life, not millionaire, not no beach houses in the photo, no yachts, no private jets, anything like that. Just a wholesome, happy purpose-driven life after all these years. And I think back, I'm like, wow, I haven't seen that dude since high school. And prior to that, elementary school, and, you know, none of us grew up with any money back then. So it wasn't a, you know, it's not like we were looking at somebody else saying, oh, I can't believe how poor you are. You just, nobody had any money. It's a blue-collar, working-class town. You know, the doctors and their kids had money and things like that. We had a nice country club in town. But, you know, most of us that hung out together, Dad worked. Some moms worked. Some moms stayed home to run the home. But everybody just kind of looked out for each other. You know, it was a totally different vibe back then. There was no phones. Nobody was doing any kind of, you know, eight hours a day staring at a seven-inch screen or anything like that and texting and all that crap. No, everybody knew how to communicate. Everybody had a great sense of humor, great wit, played sports and all that good stuff, listened to music. You would just sit on a porch, listen to music, and talk for hours, you know. But to see how far this guy's come, and I lost track of him right after high school. Literally had not seen an update from him in, what, 35 years? And there's a lot of lessons in that right there. You know, um, we live in a grievance society. A lot of people want to air their grievances about how they've been done wrong. I mean, fill in the blank, whatever that fits. For whatever 
ideological narrative you want to, you know, subscribe to or whatever victimhood you want to be a part of, there's no shortage of that out there. And you can join the crowd and jump around and scream about how somebody's done you wrong. Or you can just quietly go about your life, carving out that nice little niche, find a area that you're really passionate about, serve that area with value. You know, out of the gate, you're not going to have it figured out. Probably take a while before you do. I'm guessing before he ended up, you know, running a company that he had a lot of failure in there. I'm sure there's a lot of adversity. I'm sure there's a lot of testing going on as well. You know, like testing things that work from a leadership perspective, from a product perspective, from a marketing perspective, from a family, a marriage perspective. We're always testing, you know, just to see which area is going to work and which area do we feel comfortable and is this kind of where our purpose is dialed into and is this kind of where I feel good and things like that. And so there's a message in there about never giving up, you know, staying consistent, testing, knowing you're going to fail a lot, knowing not everything's going to work, and then staying quiet. You know what I mean? Like not telling people about the problems, for example, not telling people about the storms until they've passed through. How many times you see on Facebook, for example, woe is me, I'm in the storm, I can't believe this is happening, so-and-so did this, and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know what I love? A post like the most, this was one of the most motivational posts I've ever seen, and it was so simple when he was posting about all the trials and tribulations that he had already been through. He's already been through them, you know? He figured it out. He got through. Probably didn't get, probably didn't get through unscathed. There might have been a bankruptcy in there. might have been a health scare in there. If he's a human being, I'm sure there was, either a financial, a health, or a business failure, calamity, something. But he didn't. He never talked about that. Matter of fact, this guy's low-key, under the radar, all day, every day. But he talked about the trials after he had been through them. And that's why I preach on this podcast all the time that you've got a story to share. You know, you can tell people about the trials that you've been through, you know, and what you did to navigate those troubled waters and how you came out the other end. And from a normal, everyday individual to make that post would be a billion times more resounding than a, I've got air quotes up, influencer out there trying their best to airbrush a photo and you know make themselves out that they got all life figured out. Nobody wants to see that crap. I don't want to see that crap. I hide all those posts. I block those posts. I, don't want, I want to see everyday individuals, people that I resonate with. You know, people that I would see at the grocery store, out and about, at church, you know, going on a walk, things like that. I want to hear from those people. I resonate with them. And you know what? I'm not the only one. There's millions of people out there that want to hear from you, the everyday Joe or Jane that's got a message to share and a lesson to teach, you know, and just the way you would tell it. I mean, the way he told it was so... You know, it wasn't perfect punctuation, maybe a run-on sentence here or there. It's the way we talk. It's the way we communicate every day. And he managed to just, you could just tell it was heart-filled. Just poured it out there on a Facebook post, and it resonated, man. And I'll tell you, I'm a, I do critique that stuff because I'm in that game, you know. I'm in the messaging game, but it's not like I'm sitting there with a magnifying glass. Did he use proper punctuation? It just felt like it was from the heart. You know why it felt from the heart? Because he was speaking, like I remember him speaking in grade school, you know? And he might have a little few bigger words in his vocabulary now than we did in seventh grade, but 
I just know that it was 100% heartfelt. And had I not even known this person, I still would have known it was heartfelt because of the way he communicated. It just felt like somebody was, we were chatting it up in a coffee shop. And I was just sitting there and I was taking it all in. So the lesson from today is people want to hear your story. They want to hear how you got through it. You know, they're not comparing you to anybody else's story. They just want to be inspired. You know, they want to know, does anybody else get it? Has anyone else ever been through a trial, a tribulation, had any adversity? Is everybody a multimillionaire with airbrush photos out there with the perfect lighting? Am I the only one whose life doesn't look like that on a regular basis? And is somebody out there doing it with a purpose? Have they figured this out a little bit? You know, because I'm going through some tough times. I would love to be able to resonate with somebody who I feel like I can relate to. And that's why you're being called. You're being called to share this message. You know, you're being called to get out there. Put yourself out there. Remember, it's not about you. So if you have any anxiety about that, get that out of the way. It's not about you. It's about helping one other person, just one. And then the ripple effect that that happens as they help other people. Look at what I'm I'm talking. I've created an entire podcast today just about one Facebook post I saw from one person who probably didn't even mean to inspire anybody. He was just sharing, you know, I'm grateful for how my life has ended up. It's not perfect, you know. It's not like I'm one of the Kennedys or the Rockefellers. Matter of fact, I don't even want to be. And I know, he didn't put this in the post, but I know where he started from, man. And I know how hard his life was growing up in our town. And, man, to see where he is now, I just, oh, it's amazing. And it just got me so inspired. I'm sharing a podcast about it. So if something like that touched me, imagine how your message is going to touch somebody else out there. Will they create a podcast about it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to touch their heart, and you're going to then give them the momentum to go help other people. That's what this is all about, man. That's why I do this every day. That's why I coach people all the time to get their message out there because it's that important, and it's not about you. It's about the ripple effect that you're going to cause out there. So get out there and do it. All right, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.